step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome to Ascension of the Chessmen. Diving into the esoteric, occult, spiritual, and conspiratorial aspects of life. Focused on solutions to the problems we face in our everyday lives. Let us ascend above all differences. Let us be the light in darkness. A breath of fresh air to those who can hardly breathe. And together, awaken into greatness. This is Ascension of the Chessmen with your host, Andre Mitty. Welcome to the Ascension of the Chessmen podcast. I'm your host, Andre Mitty. Today's guest is a sovereign spiritual being and a natural man with true foundation. Ladies and gentlemen, hobbits and fairies, give a warm welcome to Paul Enslaved. Thank you for coming on, brother. Happy to have you. Thank you, sir. It's good to be here. Most definitely, brother. I'm looking forward to this one. Um, I first heard you on Crow Triple Seven and uh, got to watch that epic traffic stop uh, you went through there and um, really honorable and respectable how you handled yourself through that, man, and more power to you. So I just want you to know that you're inspiring many others out there. Yeah, I mean... um on just a common sense level, right? It's like, if we want to effectuate a change, we're gonna have to do that by being the change, right? Not to bring up the cliche, but nobody's yeah. going to listen to or respect or, or, or be open to communicate with somebody who's, you know, attacking or being defensive or not really open to, uh, you know, discussing things, as you say, honorably and respectively. So we do that for ourselves so that, people are open to hearing what we have to say and there are they are able to process it right and yeah yeah i mean it's not really a technique it's kind of just a, a, the best form of communication for self and, and others you know right right totally agree man and um i guess for those who aren't familiar can you explain uh what it is that you do and i guess what woke you up to realize and maybe there's more to this life than you originally taught or thought yeah, so I mean, as far as what I do, I mean, pretty much beingness, you know, I mean, it's it's not as much doing as it is beingness, and then that mm-hmm. translates over into doing, right, but really, it's just what people would know me from, I guess, if you want to say it like that, uh, on a wider scale would be for the common law, right, yeah. upholding universal law some people might call it constitutional law i mean i kind of look at it as different lenses that are describing the same sort of thing right right? certain truths are self-evident we're all created equal in the eyes of the universe we're all endowed you know at, at at birth or at you know date of being born with certain rights as they say you're born free and then at some point we contract 
we agree, we sign our names to things, we apply, we register, we give up our property rights. So basically where people know me from is trying to reverse that process in my own life, right? And I think that carries over and inspires other people to do the same, but it definitely starts with knowing who you are and, and what you are and who, and who you're not, right? And what you're not. And then, you know, you take that into different fields and gain more understanding and then you apply that and see where it goes. Well, stuff, my man. Um, yeah. I, I guess how, how did you go about uh, standing in your truth uh, with a solid spiritual foundation and, you know, get into common law, to begin with, like, did you just kind of stumble into it or brush well, I, mean, I would say, I would say that, um, there's always been, um, this sort of characterization in my life of not exactly being normal, right? Whatever that means. Right. Um, but yeah, I never really fit in mm. in a lot of ways. Um, and it's not a lot of it wasn't really that I couldn't it was that I chose not to right it always had a sort of a I guess what one would call a spiritual guide or intuition mm. you know a certain sense yeah. of self that really would govern me right interestingly enough the word government there's different connotations right it can mean to control the mind in Latin but there's always a government right? Like mm. on a car, there's always a certain level that we can take this vessel to and not much further because either we know it's wrong or we're not meant to do that, right? So there's always been a certain sense of, you know, government within the self. And that's what we get into when we get into universal law and common law and what people will term sovereignty. I don't really like the term mm. uh, just because of the connotation that's been built up around it. Um, you know, right. but it all, it all it all really just boils down to self-government, right? And that's the principle of this republic, any other common law land, is that every being is given a sense of self and morality or discovers that and then conducts himself based on what's true and what's right. As long as they don't cause loss, injury, and harm, or they don't have a contract, then they're not liable to perform for anybody, right? And they can pretty much do whatever they please. So this is what I see as the forefront of not only my work, if you want to call it that, just my beingness that people will call work, you know, just standing in that truth, right? Comporting right. and conducting myself within the lines of universal law and speaking that and teaching that and inspiring others to do the same. And that's what needs to be done right now more than anything, as you can see with what's going on around us, you know, in our everyday lives. People are being forced to have to choose between what is true and pretty much self-evident to a lot of us or believe and buy into and give power to something that makes absolutely no sense and isn't meant to because it's a spiritual test, right? Will you continue to do wrong for another check, for another day to go along to get along, you know, or will you find and seek truth and then stand within it regardless of the outcome? That to me is all this incarnation has ever been about for each one of us and all of us collectively. Right. Like rising above any fear, or anxiety, or, you know, um, resistance to, you know, what is true and what we know to be true within our hearts and our minds and our souls. Like, 
you're living it brother. And you're a testament to that. And, um, I think you're showing a lot of other people, you know, what's possible and it's inspiring to say the least, man. I'm truly blown away. I mean, I, I can't say I've seen a traffic stop go as well as, uh, you, you, uh, had that go, man. Um, just the way you, um, held your own there and educated the officer and got him to want to have coffee afterwards. Like truly remarkable, man. Yeah. I think he knew, you know, I, I think, I don't, I'm not sure there was too much going on. Um, maybe there was some few things there. He may or may not have known about that girl who found out that all the presidents are related, but mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I still, I, I, I can't really put my finger on that interaction, right, uh, as far as what to make of it. I think part of it was just a level of mutual respect. Part of it was maybe he was tired of the nonsense, and the more he's looked into this, he's realized there's some truth to this, because I'm sure it's not the first time. Like you said, you know, I've interacted with you, with folks. Oh, So I, I, I don't know what to make completely of that interaction as far as, you know him obviously he upheld the right so you know I, I believe that even when he you know he was alluding to the idea of the name you know he was talking about the name uh that the government gives you uh, it's not your name which is also your name he knows about all this he's looked into it and um yeah i think he was just kind of sort of impressed with what i know and how i was carrying myself and there wasn't really much he could argue with. And so I really commend him more than anything. It's not really about me because, um, again, as you see recently, just so we can give the, the, the proviso for everybody that if you do do this kind of stuff, you know, as we say, what do you do, right? Well, part of my being this is when I do things like this, move my property without license, registration, insurance, or plates that, someone somewhere deems to be correct you know a, a man came he said he was an agent of the department of homeland security when i was in jail for three days and he said to me well this is all an act right and those are fake plates well this is all lawful what i'm doing and i would not be out here acting with my life you know obviously right. um a private plate that denotes who and what i am not for hire is not an act nor is it uh, fake, you know, it's actually lawful. And it's what I believe a lot of these folks swore to. And maybe there is two constitutions and, you know, there's many different levels to this stuff. But the bottom line is that's what's not going to change, right, is that I'm a man. I understand that I have rights by God and that at the very least, no other man or woman here has a right to compel me to do something against mm -hmm. what I believe to be necessary and proper for my own survival and thriving. If I don't believe that it's necessary and no other man or woman's going to show up on the other side and say that I've caused loss, injury, or harm, or that I owe a debt, then everything else is nonsense as far as I'm concerned, right? So, you know, we've corrected the status on paperwork. They know who and what I am. They know that they did wrong. They, they, they did many unlawful things and illegal things, and that's fine. I'm not a man of vengeance. I understand that things happen sometimes. I want my property back. And, uh, you know, I want it to be put on the record who and what I am, uh, like I've done, you know, for other public servants. And I want these folks retrained because we can't continue to have this behavior go on, right? We're going to lose everything. As I told Mr. Valdez on the side of the road, this is not about me. 
right? Even if I was acting, as this man says, which is ridiculous, but is anything I'm saying untrue? You know, and if you don't think that it's true, you need to study history more. You need to take a look around you because we're losing our country, our rights, our freedoms. A lot of them we lost long ago under the banner of safety, right? And this is an old meme. It's an old story. It's boring at this point. If you can't see it and you don't get it and you're, or you do see it and you get it and you're willing to take another check to be on the wrong side of history and metaphysically fail the spiritual test, I don't know what to say. You know, again, this is not about me. And that's what I think comes across to a lot of these folks is I'm not interested in competing with them. They're not my enemy. I'm going to speak the truth and live the truth because this is me versus me, right? I'm just like them. I could be fearful or faithful and that will define me, right? As a principle, a man is judged by his principles and the way that he lives. That's it. You know, <laughs> there's no way around it at this point. Real, I've bro. gotten myself in too deep with the universe right. <laughs> with people who respect themselves and respect me and I respect myself and I respect them and the truth. <laughs> it's like being, you know, red pilled in the matrix. Yeah. You, you can't go back even if you wanted to. Right. Too far in brother. Yeah, totally. Um, I guess, um, when did it all start to click for you? Like, were you nervous going in, like, to first stand in your truth, um, as far as just going along with the bullshit up to that point? Like, but, you know, probably took many years of research to come to be able to exercise it the way you do. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely always, I mean, I liken it to getting on stage. Um, yeah. And speaking, there's probably always going to be a level to uh, a level of nervousness. I was trying to mess with the settings. I want to make sure I'm not feeding back because I got the audio coming in through my speakers. So I want to make sure that it's when you're talking, it's not feeding back. But if you're good, then we're good. But Yeah, you sound good to me, uh, brother. Yeah, you said your question was, when did it all start to click and how did I start to walk in, in this faith and in this truth? And it just became sort of. A, a level of understanding and lifestyle of you have to build and create the man that you can look in the mirror and respect if you want to be able to have everything and enjoy it or have everything taken away from you and be okay right mm -hmm. so like I, you know again like they say you could track body you can't trap the mind heart and spirit and you know all the material possessions that we sacrifice a little bit of ourselves every day in order to attain winds up at the end of the day when you chalk it all up I don't care if you realize it or not in your subconscious I know because I've been there in a place where I hated myself had extremely low level of self-worth and self-value self-respect and was willing to compromise my beliefs and settle for less in order to attain something or in order to not experience pain and the lesson that's learned is it's all illusory. It's an illusion, right? Mm -hmm. We, if we want to like ourselves and feel good about ourselves, more importantly, that's why you see in society, right? In their society, right? I don't know what people, you have to be very careful with these words apparently now. So um, in, spelling, in, man. in the, <laughs> in the, in the general populace, right? If you were to survey the mental, emotional, spiritual health mm -hmm. of what I see to be the majority of folks, Right. There's no coincidence why heart disease is on the rise. 
all these toxic chemicals being put into the system are on the rise. You know, the depression, the anxiety, all the different diseases, right? The word is disease, disease. Right. It's a disease that comes, I believe, from a root and from a source, which is spiritual. It's mind, mm. heart, and, and, and the spiritual energetic component. If you do not conduct yourself within the law of the universe, whether you understand it or not, like they say, they model all the courts off this. Ignorance of the law is no excuse. You think you're going to ignore universal law and you're not going to have consequence? You're a fool. Right. But these, again, this is ego unchained in Western society where everyone thinks that they're a monkey in jeans who's evolved from a fish and it's on a rock floating in space and it's all randomness and nihilism. Mm. It, it, it's illusion. Again, you've been duped. There is order here. Uh, we don't have to create order, right? There is an inherent law and a consciousness and a conscience. If you will seek it, if you won't, someone else is going to provide it. And their vision and their quote-unquote misunderstanding that they're giving you is causing the destruction of each and every self out there mm. and the majority of selves on, on, on a mass level, right? And again, you don't have to listen to me. Just look around you and watch what happens over the next three to five years. And this will be verified and validated if people do not, as the scripture says, turn from their wicked ways and stop trying to serve two masters, right? You can't mm. serve two masters. A house divided against itself shall not stand. That goes for an individual, a country, or a planet, right? And there's one thing that's ubiquitous on the planet right now is authoritarianism. Folks who think they're going to author and write down code, statutes, policies, and rules and apply them to men and women when we're all created equal. And it's nonsense. And no amount of substantiating it and justifying it is going to ever change it in the eyes of the universe as nonsense. And you will have to pay a karmic debt for engaging and acting out this nonsense in opposition to universal law. Deep. Very deep, brother. Um, yeah, I mean, it says so much, the fact you have to hire someone to interpret the law for you as if we're too stupid to interpret it ourselves. But now let's be clear, right? I am not a hater. And like I said, I don't have enemies. The, re hmm. the reality of the situation is if you were to go into court, like I have many times, I don't care why I'm there or why I'm not there. We'll handle it all one way or the other. And if someone could substantiate it and fear, feel a clear conscience by putting me somewhere, then that's what they have to do. They can act on that belief. But there are other folks who come in and out of there who I have heard, you know, either firsthand or secondhand testimony, which they don't disagree with. So they're either dishonorable or they're too cowardly to stand on truth. So either way, the folks in there see them the same way I see them, right? You're a danger to yourself and others. You're a liability. You clearly don't know right from wrong and the universal law, and you don't conduct yourself to the highest level. So when they see folks with guns and ammo, they see folks with uh, different kind of substances, right? They just take it for granted. You don't know how to conduct yourself responsibly and accountably, and you haven't demonstrated such here. And your paperwork and contract all says you're basically a slave. So we're going to treat you like such. And that's where the money symbol comes in. I love that subject. And the idea of purification through suffering. This whole system is created to purify us into men and women, right? Like the, the story of Pinocchio. He's going to cut the strings and become a real boy, you know, or a real man, right? So through the trials and tribulations, and this story is echoed over many pop culture uh, 
sort of, you know, you know, creations that we've been given these different understanding of the journey of self, right? That we have to cut our strings and be fully accountable and response able for everything that we do good or bad, you know, and you want to go in there and hire someone to represent you and wonder why they don't respect you. They're going to cut you a deal right down the middle. You're going to do that probation. You're going to do that jail time one way or the other, because you still don't know what it's like to stand on what you do. Mm. Right. Everything that I do, I stand on what I do. I, there's never a time when they can ever say Paulie goes in there and switches up his story. Who I am here is who I am everywhere when nobody's looking. Mm. Right. So they can't claim that I'm a wrongdoer because everything I do, I believe is true, correct and right. And if I was doing wrong, I would stand on that as well and say, you know what? I did wrong. And if somebody could show me where I did wrong, I will not only compensate them for that, but I will have to go to my higher power and, and work that out. Right. So there's again, you don't have to bring me to court for me to understand that law always applies to me. And I carry myself that way. Like I said, a man is who he is when nobody's looking, not who he is in court when he's being represented by another man. So again, I don't play victims. I don't play favorites. I think there's a lot of sickness and twisted shit going on out here and fraud and, 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 and pathetic paperwork that's being passed off as contract. But again, when folks sign it and they don't speak for themselves and they don't live by principles and a righteous truth and they can't speak it and live on it and stand on it, then I don't really have much sympathy because you spent your whole life and all your energy, right? As they call it, you're the unbegun. You know, the walking dead, they make movies off this shit, right? It's a, it's right. A, it's a meme and an analogy to a whole group of beings and race of beings who've never begun the journey in consciousness, seeking truth and all been living day to day off their emotions and their wants and their archetypal fleshly drives, right? A completely uh, mindless race who just searches around for other people's brains to eat, right? It's an ironic mm. sort of, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, concept that they put forward they do this with everything you know yeah but i love it you know that's why i love it because again it provides just enough balance to keep everything equal here and it's clear right how powerful each one of us is if we weren't it wouldn't have to have five people in a room asking me questions from Mm -hmm. all these different agencies telling me they know about paul and slave when the whole world does i didn't create this to hide from anybody (laughs) i created this to be accountable to myself and most high and everybody right so yeah, I could go on and on. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> yeah, I'm going, not bro. short on words. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean to stop you. Uh, so I guess, like, can you explain, like, some of the differences between the different movements in this? And do you think there is a united front amongst you all, of, um, you know, like the national citizen versus the sovereign movement? And um, I guess what are some tips for those getting into this and looking to stand in their truth rather than identify as their straw man corporate fiction in the courtroom. Yeah. I mean, I'm on record if you want to call it as a state national, which again, I'll just provide what my understanding of that is really is it's not necessarily about a, a group think, you know, right. democracy, mob rule type consciousness. It's really just about a, a bunch of individuals who are coming together to correct their status and standing and to take back the power of their personage, right? Like the constitution says, secure in your person, person papers and effects. So a lot of this all capital letter account that they're administrating on our behalf is based on a trust. We're not going in there and expressing the trust. We're not on a record as the beneficiaries of that trust. We're essentially been converted into something else, whether we know it or not. Right? And again, it's not about 
sitting here and talking about, oh, look at the birth certificate and how they're pulling the fraud and all that. Okay, cool. What are we doing about it? Correct mm -hmm. your status and standing. Come in there with the correct paperwork. Present it honorably and with respect. And, you know, we can move forward, right? Like, again, I'm not a vengeful man. If you make a mistake, you want to put me in jail for three days, I'll be honest with you. Archuleta County Jail was not a bad jail. You know, the food was pretty decent as far as county jail goes. They had YouTube in there. Mm. Um, you know, I'm not going to be a hater. I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, I need all this money and all this. At the end of the day, I might bring lawsuit and recoup my losses and maybe some extra for whatever you want to uh, consider. And I'm not going to use certain language, but the, the bottom line is, right, I want my property back. I want mm. my, 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 my property, my rights and, and my ability to move forward unimpeded, I want that all restored and on the record, right? And then I want the losses I incurred recoup. And, you know, none of that is unfair or unreasonable, as they would say, right? But for you to tell me you're going to put me in jail, you're going to put me in prison going forward, you're going to keep my property, continue to administrate my property, you think I'm going to pay you a debt? and sign bonds saying that I owe money, even if it's just $1, like the bond says, I owe $1 to the state of Colorado. I will not sign it. I will not pay a dollar and I will not say I owe a dollar because to me, that's a spiritual test. Mm. You're not going to get me to admit wrong, even if it's on the level of $1. I know I didn't do wrong. I know wrong was done to me and that's okay. Apologize, make amends. I'll forgive a trespass as I wish to others to forgive me of my trespasses right? Like the, like the prayer says, we want to make it biblical or, or spiritual, right? We can mm -hmm. all make amends and repent and move on and, and restore everything, right? But that's going to take two willing parties who care about the truth and what's right and upholding the law. So we'll see how that goes. Right. Um, and how do you feel people like yourself um, are affecting the game being played in healthcare right now? Like, all the fucking games being played like do you feel if even you know a small group of individuals you know lead the force like i think do you think the whole thing can come crashing down or we all have to play a part in this it's the only way yeah i mean I, again i do kind of see it as sort of a game i think a lot of them see it the same way um it's unfortunate that a lot of folks, including myself at some point, may have to give um, a bunch of their time and energy uh, to this system. But this is a game that's kind of got out of hand. But the reason it's got out of hand is because we've never started playing. We've never mm -hmm. even bothered to learn the rules. And, you know, it's now become more of a spiritual test, right? Which mm -hmm. is kind of still a game as well on the highest level, right? And I get into right the difference between spiritual and fleshly and and we have to kind of separate the two that while we're in the form of matter it matters you know i have a body so anything that applies to to matter as a form is going to matter to me to some degree mm. on a higher level spiritually pure consciousness and awareness i know that it doesn't matter right it's like that alpha and omega it's everything and nothing right you know while i'm in this state this is everything to me but the higher part of me that is not part of this state right like in the world not of it i understand that this form is is transitory that i will be leaving this form at some point and i don't know when so i prepare myself for that day right and i do that by living every day up until then with as much 
accountability, responsibility, honor, and dignity that I can muster, right? In a world that seeks to challenge me every day and does a good job, but that's what we're here for, right? So it's back to this idea of getting comfortable with the uncomfortable, seeing challenge and adversity as a positive thing, right? That helps us to grow and level up and become a, 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 the highest form of self, you know, truest form of self that we can look at and respect. Because again, day-to-day life when everything's great, that's not when the things come out that we need to work on. It's when we're challenged, when we're put through certain adversities that we meet a certain version of ourselves, And then we have to figure out how to work with that and, 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 and create a better version of that, right? So I see it in my own life, you know, as time goes on, um, I get better and better at, at talking with these folks and, um, you know, keeping it honorable and respectable. I do have my moments. I think they find it to be entertaining at times. I also think they find it to be challenging because I do challenge their belief system at times and I get into my ego and they get in theirs. But ultimately, I think they understand that I believe in what I'm doing and I know it's true and it's right. And I think they have an inkling, if not full on understand that it is true and right, or at least I have a belief and they have a belief and who's to say whose belief is more valid or more important, right? Is paperwork really going to decide that? Is a guy in a black robe really going to decide that? Are we really at that point? Some folks are, you know, but I think deep down a lot of us as you know, men and women, we put our pants on one leg at a time, as they say, and we, we all know the deal, you know, and I think that COVID, right, and a lot of other set of circumstances that we can see as a game, a game that, again, the, the stakes are your life, right, so that's what gets everybody's flesh all crazy is this is all a game, but the game is, you know, you're staking what seems to be everything, right, your flesh and your life, but this is the way that we get shown a higher self, right? This is the way, and, or we get shown complete weakness and cowardice and fearfulness, right? And so we have that too, again, base emotions, love and fear or care, if you want to call it that. Do you really care about truth? Do you really care about yourself? Do you really care about health? Or are you in such a fear state that you're willing to accept anything, even if it's way less for yourself to the point of doing harm to yourself and even killing yourself in order to learn a lesson? right, on a higher level, that nobody's going to live life for you. Nobody's going to give you the answers. Nobody's going to come to save you. You are responsible, responsible for self. You are accountable, accountable for self, only you. That's never going to change no matter who you vote in, who you pay, who you give your power, attention, and energy to. That's called worship. You're idol worshiping. So not only is it never going to save you and help you, it's going to lead you further and further away from the creational force and a higher level of consciousness and living, right? It's gonna lead you into demoralization, degradation and decay and eventually death and disease, obviously. So yeah, I'm just here to speak the word, man. I'm here to speak the <laughs> truth and hopefully touch it. the mind, heart and spirits before I'm out of here. You know, we don't Most never know when that could be. Exactly, man. Live it like it's your last and, you know, with with honor. And uh, can, you, can you give a definition of, or, just explain the difference between legal and lawful in your interpretation. Yeah, let's dumb it real. Let's dumb it down. Like, like I told, like I told about four or five men or women acting as different agents <laughs> of different corporations. I'm not biased. Some of them, yeah. maybe when I look back on it, 
didn't really have any issues with me in the room. But at one point, I think I kind of just went around the room and said, is anyone here going to uphold the law, right? And what's lawful? Or is every one of you going to sit here and, and just go along with this legal nonsense and legal process? Because again, at one point, like I said to him, it was legal to take a man as a slave. It was legal to beat your wife. Does that make it lawful, right? Of course not, because it violates universal law. And again, we go back to the codified version of that, a contract essentially that we call a constitution where one of the first lines is it's self-evident, you know, that we're all created equal and endowed by, uh, by our creator with certain inalienable rights. So if we're all created equal and we all have the same rights and abilities, how can one man uh, uh, force someone else to perform for them? Right. But again, this goes back to contract. These certain folks or this system, a lot of them don't know it, but they're engaged in a system that believes that if you have certain documents and did certain process, that they have a right to basically put you in bondage and slavery. And if you haven't corrected that process, they're going to continue to do it. They're going to charge that account. They're going to make a bunch of money. And again, a lot of them during throughout the process just think this is normal society. They're not aware of what they're engaged in. This is thousands of year old practice of bondage is trafficking in the souls of men, right? Because they're making claim on your body and that they can administrate your body and tell you what you can and can't do. Even if there's no one on the other side saying you did harm, that's a violation of all proper process and function of government, right? Even if it's civil procedure, the plaintiff must appear. If no plaintiff appears, you have a prosecutor. That's not even a real man or woman standing there. They never swore in testified on record right you have an entity a, a non-man or woman a prosecutor who never swears in who's going to move a case for the state of right mm -hmm. there never once came forth a man or woman with a verified which means on record live voice swearing in testimony verified no one ever came forward with a verified complaint right? Or claim. And a complaint is what all this is moving on. It's a summons and complaint that's being moved by an entity. So the just the, the lowest level of energetic force has now been given the most force because we've been completely ignorant to our power, who and what we are, and how they're operating from the land of the dead, right? This is all two-dimensional paperwork, contractual summoning, paperwork. Summoning a corpse. There you go. Summons. You know, it's all... Uh, spelling, sorcery, sort of demonic, demonic language where they're, they're, you know, summoning you to appear. So if the man comes forward and appears as he's been summoned, like an entity, well, then you must be subservient to your summoner, right? If you summon a demon or a spirit, it has to do your will, right? In some of these practices, right? You have some kind of power over it or you can banish it back to wherever. So, yeah, again, I'm not interested in all these words and terms and it's all games and nonsense right. to me. And the fact that folks get a check to play it, that's fine. It, again, it, you, you got to do what you got to do in your life for yourself. You know, exactly. I can't sit here and tell you that your life's going to be more full if you gave up that job and that check and pursued a living of actually serving your fellow man and woman. You know, like I can't tell you that if you think that that service to interfere with rights, to make presumptions and assumptions, to do illegal and unlawful searches, to seize or confiscate property, both of which mean to take property without any lawful authority, right? So if you think all that service to your fellow man and woman under the banner of safety, of course, 
to a man who's never used any property to cause any harm to anyone else. There's no claim ever on record of anything, right? We have to get everything in line. When it becomes that the loving man who has the same property as the men doing actual loss, injury, and harm, and he's the bad man, you know, and then I always have to quote, I have to go back to pop culture. You all just want to hide and lie and point the finger at me and say, I'm the bad guy, right? You mm -hmm. need people like me. So if I have to be that person and you have to create this image that I'm a bad man, and I'm out here doing wrong while you're doing wrong mm -hmm. in order to substantiate your existence and justify what you're doing, fine. But I'm not going to make it easy for you because everyone knows who and what I am, including me and the mm -hmm. most high. And it's clear where I reside, right? I'm on the right side of history and that's not going to change. You know, no amount of paperwork and wrong done to my body is going to change that. I would just suggest at this point that we respectively say, you know, we all have our own path. We can walk that when an individual has transcended and transmuted the experience in the game, it's time to just leave them alone. Yeah. You know, again, I'm not out here necessarily trying to upset the apple cart and fight anybody or stop anything or, you know, that might happen by proxy, right? People might get inspired by whom, what I am in my journey because it's out in the open right. just being documented, right? But again, I'm not necessarily out here trying to topple anything or, or, or stop anything. I'm right. out here to be the highest version of myself and then whatever other folks do with that is out of my control anyway, right? Exactly. Like they say, the best way to lead others is to lead yourself. And if you focus on yourself and what you're doing and not doing, you have very few issues with other folks, you know, and you're able to have more faith and compassion when other folks do you wrong. Because again, I've done wrong in the past. You know, I've been capable of going into my ego. I still am, you know, nobody's perfect, but there comes a time where we all have to look ourselves and each other in the mirror and in the face and, 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 and carry on you know, respect and honor and dignity. So hopefully, you know, all of us in these processes will do that. And if not, it'll all be on record and we can all learn something from it, you know, one way or the other, right? Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself, brother. Um, yeah, I guess uh, you said you don't really like getting into the definitions, um, but uh, <laughs> how do you explain like doing commerce on a roadway operating a motor vehicle versus just traveling freely? Oh, I don't mind that. I, I, I enjoy that stuff. I, I mean, like I said, I think that a lot of it, again, it, it can provide, you know, some fun and entertainment at times. Um, yeah. Uh, but it, it gets a little bit sort of tedious, kooky. You yeah. know, when either, even the people involved don't know what they're doing and what we're all saying, and we're talking mm. three different languages. But um, yeah, so when we get into the commercial language, right? Driver is is synonymous with taxi driver, bus driver, tractor trailer driver, forklift driver, the same way as an operator. They'll say you're operating a motor vehicle. Operator is a commercial term. Driver is a commercial term. These are all trade terms, yeah. right? That denote commercial activity. Someone has employed you or hired you to do commercial business on the roadway, which then they believe they can tax you and have you register in order to upkeep the welfare and safety of men and women because they don't want folks riding around doing business on the highways, engaged in commerce, you know, riding 50 people around in a huge bus and kill somebody. They want to know that you can operate the roadway in a professional manner 
because apparently they have come to the belief that they can regulate commercial activity. What they can't regulate by law and a woman's private activity, right? And this has been ruled on that. If you're in your private property, moving that property from point A to point B, government does not have a right to interfere with that process, right? But when they call it, when you call yourself a driver, when you apply for driver license, when you register your property as their property, okay, you're, you're essentially calling your private property commercial property, and then they believe they have a right to regulate that property. So the same way as the term is trafficking, you violated traffic code. Mm. Trafficking is to take property from point A to point B for sale, right? Like drug trafficking. Right. That's a commercial activity, even if it's underground, you know? So the term trafficking doesn't change just because of what you're taking. Trafficking is a commercial term. So if you're not taking property or people from one place to the other for payment, you're not violating traffic code, right? And then there just becomes this loop where you get into it with these folks and they'll say, well, you were just driving. No, here's the definition. It's a, a motor vehicle, same deal. Motor vehicle does not mean uh, something with a motor in it. You know, that we move around. A motor vehicle is defined as a carriage, horse-drawn or propelled, um, that is used on the roadway for generating income, right? You're employed on the roadway again. So it could be a horse-drawn carriage that you're paid to be on the road. It's considered in code to be a motor vehicle. So again, this is sort of surreptitious, I guess is a good word, um, language to make us believe that we are moving around in something that has a motor in it. When really what we're saying is we're in a commercial vehicle doing commercial business. We've even signed up all these paperwork and contracts stating such. So when they stop you and they say license registration insurance, that's to contract with you. If you don't have any of that, they have no jurisdiction. Right? Mm-hmm. So this is what we come to understand. The definitions are all there. They've been obfuscated as different dictionaries have come out. They've changed the definitions. I go with the original definitions of the words because how do the meanings of the words change? What happened? Did they spontaneously change their meanings or did folks leave out certain parts of the meanings in order to make us all believe that we're doing something we're not doing? Mm. Right. So, and again, this theme is ubiquitous throughout, throughout history. Uh, which I believe is the same thing as COVID right now. We're made to believe that we're all guilty of something or sick until proven healthy. We're all doing something. We don't know what we're doing and we have to be protected from ourselves and each other through regulation. There's no difference between license, registration, insurance and all that and what, what's going on now. You know, you can get a bond with the state if, if everybody's in fear of their life when they leave their house that they want to give up their rights and freedom to be protected from what if. Right. So, you know, we can get a bond with the state. It says that if I hit you and cause damage, I'm going to pay for it. Right. And we can all be honorable and respectable without having government come in and regulate us and tax us and try to take our money in order to prevent something that we don't know is going to happen. And if it's going to happen, having no paperwork is not going to stop it. Right. All you're doing is causing more loss and interference of rights of a man who doesn't want to pay you money and be governed and regulated. When again, there's no history of me causing any lost injury or harm at my property so this is all hypothetical right but they make movies about this shit it's called pre-crime division what was that movie i think matt damon was in it 
where so they were going around. Report. There you see, I, I don't, yeah, I'm not a movie guy, yeah. but there's certain little clips I've seen here and there. And then I tie it all together, how they put it right in our face. They have oh, a yeah. pre-crime division. They're going to arrest you for hypotheticals. Yep. And when you go to court, they'll say, well, you shall not. Shall is a future tense word. So if I just go in and say, even if I want to play code games, okay, the code says right here, you shall not. Okay, I shall not. Can we go now? Because shall means in the future. It doesn't mean right now or what I did. So mm -hmm. if you follow the code word for word, the code's actually written in future tense because they know, like I know, they're not supposed to be regulating man and woman. And if you agree to that shit and you believe you did wrong, then ignorance of the law is no excuse. And that, you know, there's maxims about this in law where they basically say, if you're too dumbed down and unread and don't know yourself and the universe and the law enough to stand on it, well, then let a sucker be suckered, mm. you know? And that's, if, if, if you want to, if that's the game the universe is created to purify all men and women through suffering, I'm not going to stand and interfere with that. What I will say is when you have a man in front of you who is conducting himself as a man and sees through the illusion, it's time to give up the game, right? We have to have a certain sense of fair play here. You know, exactly. I've done my due diligence. I put my whole life into this and two, I'm not combative and I'm not resistant and I'm not any of the things that you can set up to lose the moral high ground with me. Right. But for the right. most part, I'm pretty composed, you know, hundred percent brother. I mean, and I think that's the thing that sets you apart from, you know, other people that have stood their truth uh, and uh, you know, fought the system the way you have like uh well, I, I don't fight the system see now we're going to correct that we're going to correct yeah, yeah, that language. Yeah, correct you that. don't want combative language yeah. i don't fight yeah. the system i live in the truth that i right. believe is the highest form of self and other folks see that as me being resistant to a system the system is meant to govern folks who can't govern themselves once a man demonstrates on record with his paperwork and with his actions that he has an ability to govern himself and all of his property, that function is no longer necessary because it's created by man. Therefore, it will not dictate to man when man needs to use it or when not. When man does not know himself and does not carry himself as man, then government uh, is there to keep that process on the rails, right? So... Again, we don't want to fight or topple anything. There's the reason why this is all in existence is to teach us all something, right? It's just that I don't need to learn the lesson anymore because there was a time where I needed to be governed. I was mm. going to kill myself with heroin. I overdosed twice. They had to come and wake me up with Narcan and use public services and public money, which we all paid into, right. but it's not the point, right? Apparently someone somewhere had to govern me and, if, and come into my life and put me right. in a cell and put me in a rehab for my own betterment and for my own good, right? So now that I've demonstrated that I don't no longer need to be governed, that I can conduct myself the highest level of self and not be a danger to myself and others, right? There's no longer a need for that process. Mm. So it's like you, you play the game as long as it's teaching you, but then once you've learned from it, <laughs> you don't need to play it anymore in a sense. That's like, it. You don't yeah. need to learn from suffering anymore. Yeah, There's certain exactly. folks, majority of folks who have to learn through suffering. Mm. Even folks on the other side upholding a lot of this stuff. They're still wrong, right? I'm Again, I'm not justifying any of the system or what it does. I'm just saying on a cosmic level, mm. I believe evil, which just means to live backwards, has a function. But this is not all the way completely evil because like I said, you have a majority or a, a preponderance 
if it's not a preponderance, there's a lot of folks out there who I've witnessed with my own eyes and the courts will see come in day in and day out who want to put their hands on other people. Mm. They want to, they want to sell certain things to certain people knowing that they're going to do harm to others and themselves. Now, this is all not necessarily like I can make the case. Well, a man always has a right to do harm to himself. He owns his body. If he wants to put heroin and crack and kill himself with a bullet to the head, as long as he doesn't affect anyone else's reality, he could do whatever he wants. But again, you know, it should everything that you can do, should you do? Right. So there's always these fine lines of like, again, being self-evident, you know, to me, any being of, of a sort of a, a earned, uh, capacity, right, has come to a certain state of reason, uh, you know, philosophically about, like I said, the inherent understanding of conscience and, and what's true and what's right and what's ethical, right, what's logical, moral, and ethical. When we put that together, right, and this was originally civics that was taught to everybody, we can understand that, uh, you know, uh, hold on, I, I got distracted here. Yeah, we can understand that, um, you know, because a, a lot of folks on, on the other side of the fence, they'll give you this idea, well, look at society, there's chaos, it needs to be governed. There's some truth to that, right? Now, the universe is always governing whether we step in or not. But on a certain level, certain people sometimes need to be separated from society because they're a danger to themselves and others. You know, but when we get into these other sort of lesser things of crimes where there's no loss, injury, or harm occurred. I'm not necessarily totally on board. But like I said, I can make a claim that cosmically, even though authority is wrong, even though I I never, uh, uh, I can make the claim that, you know, it was wrong to have me put in a cell or a rehab. On a certain level, I needed it and it made me better. And I'm not going to be a victim over that. I could see the good within that. And I can understand the function of a system like that that seeks to keep me from harming myself and others, right? But when it gets out of control, see, this is what we always see wind up happening, right? And this is like representative government. So the key to all this, if, you know, on this long ramble I'm going on, the key to all this, if we get back to, to, to the basics is we need to have strong family structures. We need to have strong family structures and communal living and communities that uh, uplift the, the children, right? And create adults, if you want to call them that, men and women who are conscious, are aware, are, are, are self-caring, right? Care for self and other versions of self, right? And see the oneness and connection and humanity and strive to serve others, right? Serve themselves by serving others and serving truth. If we cultivate families and households, the same way Hollywood and these other systems that we all buy into cultivate households of complete materialism, disconnection, being self-absorbed and selfish. If we can reverse that mind control process and re-mind control ourselves in a positive sense, right, based on what I believe to be true and correct, we would see the results, right? So this is a systemic failure. It all started in our homes. These men and women, we can blame the system that everybody bought into, just can't get enough of, continues to fund, or we can just put the blame and accountability right where it belongs, the people buying the poison. You know, you want to blame the drug dealer. You don't want to blame the people buying the fucking poison. And that was always ironic to me, right? My family and other people make excuses for me. And I would say, I want to buy this stuff. It's my choice. You're demonizing and criminalizing either me when I was engaged in, in, in you know, little 
things here and there or, you know, other folks selling this stuff when the reality of it is everybody's grown. Everybody has the ability to make their own choices. You want to, you again, want to create a world where you're kept safe from yourself and others, even at the expense of your rights and freedoms, you know? So this is just a spiritual sort of understanding. It's like victim or victor mentality. And uh, I also wanted to ask, like, do you, do you think, um, I guess as humans, like we inherently know right from wrong from birth uh, and we're more al- in alignment with that. And somehow, you know, growing up in society, like we're removed from that in a sense. I think that there's a, a sort of a dual component. Like most things, there's at least a duality there where you're born with a certain innate sense of certain things. And then you have to test the lines and boundaries and limits. There has to be a certain level of self-experience, right? There has to be an experiential component to go along with the intuition component or else it's not really wisdom. So there's a certain inherent knowledge. There's a knowledge that then is reinforced by great teachers in our lives, theoretically, right? The men and women in our lives. And then we go out into the world and we experience and we go, oh, okay. Right. The story in scripture, the prodigal son, I believe, is a good example of of that walking consciousness. We're taught right from wrong. We know on some level right from wrong. And we go out into the world and we make our mistakes and we come back around and we say, "Okay, I get it now. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's just a walk that every man and woman has to go through. Right. That's what makes a fulfilled being. A fulfilled being is not a being who's sanitized and sequestered and kept from all you know, danger and scary, challenging experience and wrongdoing. It's a being who probably has done wrong in the past. The Tao speaks about this. I believe in a line that talks about what is a good man, but a bad man's teacher. What is a bad man, but a good man's job. A lot of these folks claiming to be good men all their life have been doing bad man's job and they're not aware of it. And, and really a, a, a good man is a bad man's teacher. Someone who's been bad in his life reformed his ways and now tries to teach other bad men how to correct themselves. I would put myself in that category more recently, you know, where I have done some less than, you know, some, some questionable things in my past. I reformed myself. I repented. I've learned how to respect myself and others more and, and have a value to human life and human experience. And therefore I try to teach others the same, right? Because I was a bad man. Right. So the validation comes from within and then it's brought outward. It doesn't come from without and then brought inward. And that's where a lot of folks are putting the cart before the horse. They think the uniform, the position, the hierarchy, the paycheck is going to make them. It's your actions, you know, your thoughts, emotions, actions, and your spiritual space that's going to make or break you one way or the other, right? Even if it comes 20, 30, 40 years down the road, it's going to come. Your reality is going to crash into the reality. And it's going to become apparent that you've been living a lie. You know, the man makes the uniform. That's how this originally started. That uniform only means something if the man within it has honor and principles and is respect able. If you don't have any of that and you're an order follower and you just do what you're told because you get paid, even though you know it's wrong or you fail to question it. So you don't know it's wrong, but you don't know it's right and you don't really care, right? You're lukewarm. You will be spit out. The universe is going to show you you know, where you sit, where your lot in life is, you know, and again, a lot of times it comes in unsuspected ways, you know, works in mysterious ways. These folks have everything, but like the cliche says, they're miserable, they're empty. They don't have love in their lives with their children and their women or 
you know, the men that they're with, and they seem to just be lost. You know, they, they have all this semblance of success and, and roots down and, and societal uh, politess. But when it gets right down to it, it's empty suits, empty homes, empty relationships. And ironically, a lot of times these folks live beyond their means. So they got empty pockets. They got nice cars and nice homes, but no real assets working for them. You know, so, yeah, man, I mean, this is just, yeah, exactly. Sustainability. Mm. You know, when one, one of these crashes and their lifestyle is completely fucked. Yeah. One of these crashes and my lifestyle has become better than ever because, again, we're on two different timelines. Right. I'm focused on making my money work for me while at the same time doing without as much as possible mm. so that I can become comfortable with the uncomfortable, live not only with my means, but do it a little bit less sometimes. This way, I can enjoy what I really have. I'm not in a state of lack. I'm not in a state of greed. Money just becomes a force to make things happen with or not, right? And if that all goes away, I am always the chief force to make things happen or not, right? Money is just an extension, my resource power, right? right. Because it is gained energy. or lost based on my energy, yeah. you know, and where that's put my attention, energy, and what I co-create, what I generate. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, I just had a couple last few questions here, brother. Thank you so much sure. for coming no, no, on. No, I, 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 enjoy, I only do this. Trust me. If I didn't enjoy this work and I didn't enjoy these conversations and sort of expounding on this information because people seem to enjoy it and become inspired by it. So there's no greater love that I can have than that process. Right. If I didn't have that, I wouldn't be doing this. You know, I don't, you couldn't pay me enough at this point to do anything that I'm not completely aligned with. That's mm. what this is about, right? I do what I'm completely aligned with and the payment and everything else that comes with that is just extras. Respect, brother. So I appreciate you and I appreciate everyone else who has a care for the truth and what's right and wants to, you know, move towards that vision, you know, and live in that truth because we need that, right? If I want to be free, if I want to create a better world, then I have to have other folks who live like that. I don't worry about that. I don't need that for me to do what's true and what's right. But when I see it and when I feel it, I go, okay. You know, it, it gives me that little bit of a, um, dare I say hope, mm. you know, cause that's a, that's a, a, a scary, you know, like the Dow says, hope is as hollow as fear. You know, it doesn't achieve anything. At the end of the day, I do the next right thing, what's true and what's right. I have faith in that. And I surrender the rest and that's all I could ever do, you know? So, but it is encouraging. Yeah. You know, it's going to work out for the best. Yeah. And even again, there's, there's two worlds, right? There's staying true to the spiritual world and who and what I am as a being. And then there's the fleshly world. We, we, we read scriptures and start a whole society about one man, supposedly, whether you believe he existed or not. And the story behind it, forget about all that. The story is still the same. That, you know, a man who stays true to what's right and his principles is immortalized on a certain level, right? Even if it's on the energetic and spiritual level, because anything else is selling your soul, is selling your energetic choice. If you don't understand that you are an energetic being of consciousness first and that you manifest as a human experience, right? Mm. If you try to reverse the two and hold one above the other, they work in tandem, right? But 
like the Tao says, you know, I go back to these great texts and then I apply them in my own life and I observe and I find it's correct. We are non-being, but we use being, right? We are a spirit being having a physical experience, you know, but they work in tandem. So your mind and your heart has to be aligned with what you do to create who you are. And if that's not in alignment, you will meet resistance, suffering, dis-ease, and death, right? My people perish for lack of knowledge. They know not what they do, right? So you have to seek truth to be set free from your own self-imposed bondage. And then you'll be set free from bondage and vice without, right? In the world around you. Yeah, brother. No, Nobody said it was going to be easy. And uh, I just wanted to ask, um, do you have any uh, daily spiritual practices uh, you'd mind sharing? And uh, I also wanted to ask, um, I, I think I've heard you talk about you're, you're even thinking about building a community. Um, if you wanted to share anything on that, feel free. Yeah, I mean, it's not thinking about it. I've been moving towards that, right? Part, moving my property where I was going was part of that. Yeah. Interfered with, right? So, um, you know, having to now deal with this process. But I, I, I'm, I'm going to continue to deal with this administratively while I fit more what I was doing. Property that they not going to interfere with what I was doing in that sense. You know, that was just more of a, a, a hedge, right? I put some of my resources into uh, having certain piece of property that I believe would hold a value, right? And they took that. Um, mm. It's not going to stop me from going where I need to go at some point. They will give that property back by doing the paperwork and I will come back and get it. Um, if I have to, right, if they don't return it over the next few days, but yeah, I'm heading where I'm heading, you know, uh, in the future, there'll be more disclosure on, on what that is and what that's going to be. But um, ideally, man, at this point, I'm just going to be looking to, you know, get a piece of land, even if it's um, a couple thousand bucks, you know, an acre or two, right. uh, I have to get started on something because I know myself, right? I have to get into it. I have to get there, get on it, and then I'll get moving. And then once I start that, it will be a springboard to something else, right? And after a few months, it'll pay for itself anyway. So I have to move past the fear, right? With any investment or anything that I do, there's always a level of fear that's not going to work out. I move past that. I get my feet wet, and then I wind up finding my place, you know, so that's what I'm working on right now. And then at some point in the future, when I get with a few other people and if everyone's serious and everyone wants to move forward, um, we will see where that goes. You know, we'll put some money together. Maybe we'll, we'll buy a town somewhere. There's a town in Tennessee. They're selling for 750,000 start there. You know, there's no shortage of people with money, it seems. And that money's going to lose a lot of its value over the coming years, if not be completely worthless. So I wouldn't see why, you know, 10 folks, you know, investing anywhere from 20,000 to 100,000 to even just to have the experience of saying that they own a town. I mean, you got yeah. folks with millions of dollars out there, half of it sitting in the bank. So if they were spend 100,000 and say that they own one tenth of a town and they can do whatever they want, create a business there, market that town, have folks fly in and out. I mean, the possibilities are endless. It's about, you know, we have to step outside of what we believe is possible and not possible. Like everything that we do is given to us first. 
and and you know and if that's the case then let's just take from the model and reproduce that we have to invest in ourselves and we want we want to create and we will see the return right we'll see the return and not only valuable experience but people will bring their money time attention resources to that table how could they not who's not going to want to fly in on a private airline to a town that's unincorporated and you know doesn't do statute policy and code it's all about common law right it's constitutional it's common law you don't cause loss injury or harm you do whatever you please that's the american way love people love are love. hungry and thirsty for that right now so yeah 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 love and love live and you know i can tell man your your heart and your mind's in the right place and um you know i I think you, you just inspire so, so many out there, man, myself included, and, uh, you know, more power to you. And I think, um, the numbers are growing every day and, uh, more people are becoming more aware of themselves and getting to know themselves better working through their own trauma so they can come to grips to have the tools to, you know, start to apply these things and live in their truth. Absolutely. You know, that's what this is all about. And, um, yeah, the the encouragement has definitely been overwhelming, even just hearing from police, military, different folks who know a lot of this stuff or became aware of this stuff and even working through different challenges in their own life. Because again, like they say, right, like the cult says, we are all in this together. It's just mm-hmm. not in the cult form, right? The right. idea is we're all going to have to suffer together. Yeah. We're all going to have to live in what we've created together. So, you know, there is no escape from the karma. So let's just do what we know is true and what's right. Let's create a world that's worth living in and leaving to our children. And let's stop playing games, right? Because the time, you know, it was never cool and never okay. But the time is, you know, it's it's here, right? It's, It's out of hand, you know. And for a lot of folks, they needed this, you know, a lot of people, a lot of positions needed to be muzzled up and treated like an animal and given mm-hmm. ultimatums until you will put for five you want to make a living you needed that i'm sorry to say you know i don't want that to be true you needed to be treated like an animal and a slave so you could have your inner spirit inspiration in spirit you needed to have your spirit awoken and that's what you needed. You needed a, a real good kick in the ass and a reality check. So now that it's here, just like I needed two overdoses on heroin, mm. there is no criticism of self that isn't criticism of self. Every other self out there is a mirror or a different version of self, same self that I have. So Election. all criticism is self-criticism, right? There's nothing that I criticize that I haven't dealt with or continue to deal with. Mm. So it's not about ego, right? We right. all need vitriolic experience to break down and wash away the nonsense and the impurities to shatter our ego so we can pick up the pieces and rebuild a true to life version of the character right so everyone's getting a worldwide ego check it's much needed hopefully we don't lose our minds and everything with it and hopefully we grow from this experience but we're going to have to take the reins back in our own lives And we're going to have to take full accountability and responsibility for our choices and what we create. And it's going to take a lot of work and and a lot of pushing of boundaries and comfort zones and doing things we haven't done before. 
right? Mm. Taking suggestions and taking new steps. And yeah, you know, I'm here for it. So if anybody's interested in it or, you know, wants to work the process or co-create, I'm here. Beautiful brother. Yeah. If you you just want to let the listeners uh, know where they can find you or they'd want to reach out. Yeah. So, you know, obviously I have the YouTube, um, my email is on there. Consciousness dot is dot rising at gmail.com. Um, there's certain donation links on there. Um, again, that's all, uh, based on, uh, what people are, are feel compelled to do. You know, I don't expect anything from anybody. I talk with people pretty much all day long about this stuff. Cause like I said, this is what I'm here to do. Um, yeah, I have a telegram, uh, I have the Facebook, you know, it's all under Paul enslaved. So it's pretty accessible. Um, yeah, people reach out to me all the time and we talk about this stuff. A lot of folks support me, you know, that's been one of the, um, more encouraging things that's come out of this is realize that this is a purpose and a calling. And this is something that people are willing to support and help me on my journey. Um, but again, let's be clear, you giving me money, I don't care how much money you give me because I can have to stay true to myself and principles. You give me a million dollars. If you don't do this, what you think you see in me, whether, you know, whatever you think it is, we could say it's absolutely true. We could say it's a belief. Whatever you see in me, if you don't do that, right, the same way whatever I see in a man that they call Christ, if he existed, as an allegory, whatever you see as a, in that character, if you don't become that and do that, you know, giving me money is not going to change that, right? So right. while I appreciate that and it's encouraging and it helps me on my journey, you're not buying your way out of doing any of this work for yourself by giving to me. Right. So let's mm-hmm. just be clear on all that. Cause a lot of folks out there like to play that game and I will never play that game because that game leads to ruination, right? That's foolishness and folly. So again, we separate our ego from all this. I appreciate everything everybody does for me, but more importantly, I will appreciate everything everybody does for themselves mm-hmm. in the form of, becoming the change that they want to see so that we can all collectively extricate ourselves from the slavery and the bondage and the vice that we've been involved in creating. Right. Respect brother. Um, yeah. I just want to thank you so much for coming on brother. Uh, it's been such a enlightening conversation to say the least. Um, I'd, uh, definitely love to have you back again, man. Um, you know, just thankful to sit, sit down and have this chat with you. So I know the listeners are going to learn a lot from it and uh, hopefully get a lot out of it. So um, my pleasure, well, brother. You know, as they say, uh, even if one person uh, is able to get something out of it and change their life and become an exponential beacon, right. For other folks to learn this, you know, that's how that process works. It's one person at a time one experience at a time one conversation at a time so yeah i'm here man i'm available you see i'm accessible i'm always here you know we talk we live it and uh we keep moving forward so yeah don't hesitate to reach out to me we'll do more and we'll work more together beautiful brother um well i just want to thank you all for listening out there um so send you all peace and love And uh, have a good week.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.